Hello and welcome back. I hope you're enjoying the show. We're on Spotify and Google Podcasts. Do subscribe if you like the content and do share it with your friends. We're also on Instagram as the 909 podcast. I'm stepping into a different sphere today, that of basketball. If you're a fan of the sport and the NBA, you'll know it's time for the last dance to debut. Just a quick reminder, the last dance has nothing to do with Charles Dance's lineage or the waltz. The NBA is truly an international property these days. It's even broadcast in India if you wake up early enough on Sony's network. Globalization being what it is, you can watch it anytime on the NBA app. The Last Dance focuses on a team and an icon that truly catapulted basketball to the global stage in the 1990s, Michael Jordan and the Chicago Bulls. In particular, it focuses on the season spanning 1997 through 1998. The coach for that team, Phil Jackson, has the most championships in NBA history as a coach with 11 and named that season of the Chicago Bulls as the last dance. I'm going to spend a little bit of time breaking down why this documentary will be interesting. You see, the Chicago Bulls are a part of basketball folklore just like Michael Jordan is. In the 1990s, out of a 10 possible championships that decade, the Chicago Bulls won 3 in a row. twice. Phil Jackson won 6 out of his 11 championships coaching the Bulls. The other 5 he won are coaching another superstar, Kobe Bryant who recently passed away. In the span between 1991 and 1999, the only championships the Bulls didn't win were 1994, 1995 and 1999. You could argue that a team would have beaten them at some point in those years. But you can't ignore the fact that those were the only years Michael Jordan had actually retired from basketball itself. Now, what makes this team so unique? There were other storied teams in the NBA. There were the Boston Celtics, who dominated the late 1950s and 1960s under Red Auerbach as a coach, and with the man after whom a trophy is named, Bill Russell. Bill Russell was so dominant in the 1950s and 1960s. That over a 13-year career spanning 1956 to 1969, he won 11 titles. 11. The man was so good. The NBA Playoffs Finals Most Valuable Player Award is named after him. Guess who has the record for winning the most Finals MVPs? Michael Jordan. He got to the finals six times with the Chicago Bulls. He won the title all six times, and he won Finals MVP six times. If you go through the history of the NBA, they're the only team to appear in multiple final series and never lose. You have a few that made it once and won. Winning it once is special in and of itself. Getting there six times and never losing, that's something else. To understand the magnitude of what the Bulls did in the 1990s, you have to first understand how long and intense a season of NBA basketball is. And for that, we need a comparison. Take the EPL, one of the most popular sporting leagues in the world that people watch in India as well. Since we don't officially have a winner for this season, let's look at the 2018-2019 season. It lasted 9 months. Teams played 38 games in the season. Sure, once you add in the European Championships, it gets a little more intense and there's no taking away from that. For Indian listeners, cricket would have been the obvious choice to compare basketball with. but between batsmen bowlers and certain positions like a wicketkeeper 
It isn't easy to give a realistic impression of how much the average cricketer runs in a match, and I'll get to that statistic in just a moment. A season of NBA basketball is much shorter. It runs from October through to April. That's just six months. Teams play 82 games though. If they make it to the playoffs in their conference, where they need to finish in the top eight spots, and the NBA is split into two conferences, the Eastern and the Western Conference, the conference playoffs that follow the regular season last just over a month. Win that, which in the days of the Bulls was three rounds, a best of five, a best of seven, and a best of seven. Nowadays, it's a best of seven all the way through. And you get the opportunity to win it all in the NBA Finals against the best team from the other conference in another best of seven series. Let's look at a number of games the Chicago Bulls played each season in that second run of three championships from 1996 to 1998. At this point, Scottie Pippen, widely regarded as a significant contributor to Jordan and the Bulls' success, had been in the playoffs for 10 straight years. If it hasn't been stated, I would guess some of these guys might have been happy with the last dance. What with all the fatigue of grinding it year in and year out. Nothing like a place in history though. So in 1996, they played 100 out of a possible 108 games. They also set a single season record for wins. 72 wins and just 10 losses. That record stood until the 2015-2016 season. In 1997, 101 out of 108 games. In 1998, 103 out of 108 games. Now just for context, the average football player runs 11 kilometers a game. The average basketball player, 4 kilometers a game. Let's do some math by the length of a season to determine a champion. In the EPL, factoring in 38 games, that's 418 kilometers over 9 months. In the NBA, that's 432 kilometers over roughly 8 months. Mind you, I'm just comparing pure distance, not the intensity. Both sports have their merits and being a guy who just ran 200 kilometers over 20 days, I know it isn't easy. Then again, I'm not a professional athlete either. Math class over, you know it's a grueling game by now. Back to why this must be watched. The way the documentary is structured, you get to focus on each month of that final season for the Chicago Bulls. The team had some amazing people, by the way, who are all a part of basketball lore. Michael Jordan, he needs no introduction. Basketball was already becoming global at the time he came to prominence, and by the time he was done in 1998, basketball was everywhere. Yao Ming was drafted just four years later and made basketball a global force through the economic superpower that China is. Next up, Scottie Pippen, a six-time champion along with Michael Jordan and an inductee into the NBA's 50th anniversary all-time team. Then there's Dennis Rodman, a five-time champion winning two with the Detroit Pistons that beat Michael Jordan's Bulls. Each year, the Pistons went on to win it in 1989 and 1990. He then won three with the Bulls themselves over that 1996 to 1998 campaign. Then there's Steve Kerr, a five-time champion too, winning three with the Bulls and a couple of more with the San Antonio Spurs. By the way, he has a unique place in NBA history. 
He played on the 72 win Bulls team and coached the 73 win Warriors team that beat the Bulls record in 2015 and 2016. Then there's Tony Kukoc. You need to love basketball to know him. He was inducted into FIBA, not the NBA, but FIBA's greatest players. For context, the FIBA is the sport's global governing body. That list had just 10 players on it, and he was that good. Then there's Ron Harper, another five-time champion, three with the Bulls and two more with the Los Angeles Lakers, where Phil Jackson would be his coach again. Trivia junkies will love this factoid about Bill Cartwright. He was a player on the Chicago Bulls that won the titles over 1991, 1992 and 1993, and then he was an assistant coach on the 96, 97 and 98 teams. For a team that had been together that long, you can be rest assured The Last Dance will have a lot of behind-the-scenes footage and stories that made six championships in eight years possible. Whether you're a fan of basketball or not, if you've heard of Michael Jordan, you should check this documentary out. For all us international audiences, it's on Netflix. I can't wait to check it out and neither should you. I'll be back to the regular variety of content in my next episode. Although, if you like basketball and you want to know more about it, do let me know. It's a sport I've played for some time and followed for over 25 years. That's it for me. I hope you enjoy the last dance as much as I will. Take care, stay safe, stay indoors. I'll speak to you soon.